Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, Poke Tower? It is No Gimmicks, and I'm with my brother. Gengar Greasy, what's up? Yep, back again, guys, with another episode, episode 27, this week. Uh, got some pretty exciting stuff this week. I know Heart of the Cards is going to be a good one. We got another modern set coming up. Digimon, we got some more cool stuff. Always coming with some new, new stuff every week. But Apple listeners, you guys know what's up. Rate, review, tell your mom, tell your friends. We're trying Subscribe. to get there. Subscribe. We're trying to get to uh, the number one Pokemon or collecting podcast there is out there on all streaming platforms. So we even also- if you have Spotify, if you have Google Podcasts, whatever it is, Hit us up on all those things. And don't forget our YouTube. Our YouTube. Go throw us some thumbs. Go subscribe. Hit the notification button. Hit the bell. So that way you can know when we're going live. You can see our box breaks. You can see our PSA submissions. You can ask us questions Mm -hmm. and get the answers right on the spot. And maybe if you hit up the comments and you're like, hey, I heard you guys talking about a Discord in the video. You guys can get the link to the Discord where we have an awesome community. And you guys can join and ask questions there. There's a trade tab. There's Gengar's Grabs, a show what you put, you picked up this week. Everyone else shows what they got. Tons of good stuff out there, guys. Tons of ways to get a hold of us. we got tons of resources and tools to help you guys out. Uh, what you got, Dan? We also broke 5,000 streams. That's huge. It's, that's big. And we almost have 200 active listeners every week on this podcast, so that's pretty nuts. So almost five. Oh, we broke 5,000 streams on our way to 10K. That's what we want this year. Our goal is to break 10,000 streams this year. It looks like we're on track to do it. Um, and what else? There was one more thing. Oh, it's an early episode today. It is Tuesday morning. So this will be 24 hours since you guys hear this video or this podcast. Um, it's my oldest son's birthday. So we had to figure it out, scramble. We were going to do it Monday night, but we decided Tuesday morning. So that'll be it. We have a lot of information for today's episode. So chill out, take a good listen, grab a coffee, Let's grab a drink. Let's get started, yeah. Yeah, Chase, grab a coffee. Yeah, Chase, Open grab that a coffee. Up. Hey, Open John Landry, up. John Landry, look on eBay as you're watching and listening to the podcast. You know what I mean? We're catching on. We're catching on to what you guys do and all your little habits you guys do when you guys <laughs> listen to the podcast. Anyone else who's going to work, enjoy your drive, be safe. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, whenever, whatever time you guys are listening to this at. Good yes. evening. Um Let's go. Let's go. Highest Pokemon sale of the week. Highest sale of the week. This one's nuts, guys. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, this is a big, big sale. We're talking six digits, baby. I don't know. Big six digit sale. I don't know what, how we even make anything of this. But anyways, I guess. Oh, wait. I'm getting the whole title now. Yeah. So it was a whole thing in tens. Yes. The whole thing. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Today's, they're actually, March 12th was when this sale was completed. A 1999 Pokemon Complete Base Set. First edition Shadowless PSA 10 Gem English. $650,000. I think that guy won. That guy won. because Every we saw, Shadowless card in a 10. We saw, what, the Shadowless Charizard go for five fifty, uh, around February, like 20-something, right? Around I the, think, the 25th yeah. anniversary it was like five. Supposedly that sale dropped out though. We're not sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, Shadowless Charizard about set. half a million, right? Yeah. Right now, about yeah. half a million in a ten. Then he has all the other cards in the set in a ten Shadowless, which is sick. That's nuts. I think. I think you got to think that would be a personal collection. Like someone just like goes. I mean, yeah, he's got to put it like in a big artwork. Like if frame you parted or that out, I'm sure you'd do well. But geez. Um. So what? You know what though. I wonder what interests somebody to be like, I want to build a whole PSA 10 gem mint set. of, And that one, that's that's crazy. That's a massive accomplishment. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I think... And then for the person to buy it, like what was going on in their mind to be like, hey... Two or three weeks ago... Yeah, that's a lot of work to get that set graded like that. Um, two or three weeks ago... I got to check the seller. That's what we need to do. Um, two or three weeks ago, we were talking about shadowless cards. They're underpriced. Shadowless is right after first edition. We were telling you guys to go snatch up Shadowless CGC cards. And this is, like we said, this is that uh, that snowball downhill effect. If you bought any, maybe check your prices again. You might have gained already $25, $30, $40 in value. Um, 
And that's good news for, you know, for those of you that bought the CGC and are plan on grading, because those are all costs, right? You have to crack it. You got to regrade it. That's all money out that you have to recuperate if you ever want to sell as a PSA uh, slab. So go check those out again. Or maybe if you're watching some Shadowless cards, see if the prices have gone up. Usually that type of stuff correlates. Um, Directly. And these are 10s. So, you know, not a lot of us have Shadowless 10s, but uh, this is nuts. Any, anytime, anytime something big like this happens, though, what Danny's basically trying to say, anytime something big moves like this and and it's for like a certain type of product, say it's a Charizard from this set or this or that, every other product in, in that category starts to, to yeah. do similar things. It's so, crazy. And this being the actual whole set puts a whole new price point mm-hmm. on base set. Maybe you had a PSA 9 Shadowless Ratatat. It's like... Yeah, you got a, like a 7. Yeah. What do, go check those prices, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know who's collecting those, but I would sell mine if I had a, you know, if I had some cards I didn't care about, they would be gone. Um, that's nuts. I don't even know what to say. I mean, that kind of caught me off guard because there was like a Charizard that sold for like 40K. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it was like, oh, 650,000. Okay, there's no competition there. Complete set though. That is yeah. what's, that's what's blowing my mind. The complete set. I would love to have something intense. like that mounted on a wall. You'd have to protect it though. You'd have to have like bulletproof plexiglass, and it like had to be bolted into the wall. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say it had to be like bolted, like super secure to the wall. Yeah, that's it's insane. So that's it for the highest sale of the week. Let's get into the underrated, overrated segment. Underrated, overrated, two minutes or less. You guys submit weekly one-liners to our uh, underrated, overrated tab in the Discord. And we give you guys our two cents on what we think. We try to fit it all in in two minutes. I should be able to knock it out this week. We only have one, two, three, four, five entries this week. You guys are slacking. We need more entries to keep this segment going. All right. I'm ready when you are, Devin. All right. Two minutes on the clock, guys. Here we go. We are live. All right. Neo Revelations. Underrated. It's expensive, but it's underrated because it hasn't even really got a spotlight yet. Ooh. Detective Pikachu movie. Underrated. There's actually a lot of nostalgia in there, and it's a good movie. I like how it was done. Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost of the Past. It's a popular one. Very popular. Okay. I'm excited about it, but it is overrated. There's so many other Ghost Rare cards that you should be getting right now. That are, you know, one, two, three, four years old. That have, that you're not going to be able to get them. You know, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost of the Past will be around for the next few years. Get the older stuff that's already going to be on its way out. Overrated. Discord. Uh, it is underrated for us, overrated for other people. The reason I say that is because I guess me and Devin do a really good job connecting with you guys. And you guys like it. I'm getting a lot of feedback that our Discord is, like, superior to other people's Discords. And I like that a lot. I like that too. Overrated for anyone else trying to copy us. Let's go. Buying followers. Overrated. I know someone brought that up. Uh, We talked about it on the live show. It's crazy. It's sad because I could buy my followers and get myself over 100K. And what does that really accomplish, right? I I enjoy the relationships we're making with you guys. And um, yeah, we'll take the slow route. We'll take the scenic route. There's no rush to get to the top. All right, and that does it. it. I won. What do I win? You won this week. I don't you even won know a complete set of first edition Let's Shadowless. Go. Base set. Heck yeah. 1999 Pokemon cards. Let's go. Really wanted that. All right, so if you guys haven't yet, join our Discord. You can click the link in my bio on Instagram. Do it. Or TikTok. Either one. Join the Discord. It's free. Lots it's of cool fun. people in there. It's yep. free. Um, and you get to participate in the underrated, overrated segment. That's Lots why. Lots of participation. Yes. Yes. All good things. All so good please. things come with our Discord. And those of you that are already in the Discord, participate. Add more segments to this. We should be running out of time is what we should be doing. And those of you that, in our, are, that are in our Discord, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being there. And thank you for participating in everything you guys have participated in. It's been fun and it's been great and we're going to keep killing it. Let's go. Let's go. What do we got next? Digi-Destin. Here we go.
All right. Uh, last week we hit on some vintage stuff, I believe. Well, 1.5 dropped. I told you guys be ready for that one. Um, yeah. So today I'm going to talk to you about some of the higher priced cards and uh, we'll kind of go with my thinking and my strategy on how to buy this set because it's it's amazing. There's a lot of good cards in it. A lot of sweet cards and we ha it's like tip of the iceberg. We still have Battle of Omni. We still have like two other sets that are on the way. So which one's going to pop, which one's not? I'm not sure because Digimon's just like hot altogether. So for a little comparison, Digimon 1.0 is like a, you know, it's supposed to be like a $70 box. A any booster box is supposed to be like 70 bucks. 1.0 debuted at about 90. That's just what it you couldn't get it for MSRP. It's just not didn't happen. Um, unless you were like an OG OG like my dad. Um, you might have got lucky. But the thing about 1.5 is it debuted at about 160. Some people were getting it for 130, 140, but if you just go to eBay, day one, like I'm talking pre-orders, day one, it was already 160, which is nuts. That is almost double what 1.0 debuted at. So use that as a sign that Digimon might be here to stay. Um, it's just extremely hot right now. And the fact that Bandai is not printing as much as Pokemon, you know, it really bottlenecks like supply, demand, and prices, all that stuff. So I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying be aware that that's where things are. And Bandai, you know, they're just not as big as Pokemon is right now. So they have to just do it. They're going to do what they're going to do. And we're going to get scalped. There's really not much to do about it. But I think the value these cards are bringing to people in terms of artwork and the quality of the cards and then the competitive play, it's almost justified. Yes. I'm go. not paying I'm not paying one fifty for any other Pokemon box right now, but I will pay one fifty for Digimon. Yeah, go scoop go scoop a box for two hundred bucks, you know, and just so you don't you don't miss out because this is one of the products you've always said, you know, the fear of missing out, the fear of missing out. If you're not in on Digimon, you don't like it. Yeah, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Right. But I'm necessarily not in 100% on Digimon. I like it. I'm very convinced. I'm, I, I, I'm, I am, I am in, in on Digimon. On the new Digimon stuff, I like it a lot. I like the vintage stuff a lot, but it's very hard to find. It's very expensive. Um, but the new Digimon stuff, it's like we're just waiting for like one, one, one crack. You know what I mean? The one, mm -hmm. the one box that's gonna that's gonna be the staple. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The one that's gonna be considered the box because. Right. It almost seems like even with the old Digimon stuff, there was like the box, which is that one right there that you have, right? Was that Series 5? Yeah. That was like the one to have, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's like super, super hard to find. And that was like later on in the years, even though there's there's a first there's a first set of yeah. Digimon, you know what I mean? There's Series 3 and Series 4. It's like, nope, 5 was the hardest because yeah, the certain five conditions and 6 and things, were just like legendary. Yeah, and it's like, hey... Bandai could have that problem again, you know what I mean? Where people, yeah. it's very hot in the beginning and then people fall off out, because, yeah. you know, just the way that the mechanics of the game and the meta and people don't really like to play it and I think the cars they're coming out with aren't that great. The cool thing about Digimon 2, though, is like you can, you can just, you can cut your ties with Vintage if you're not into it and you get to start fresh with 1.0. Yeah. And you, you can collect every set and get every card and keep up as it goes. Right. Whereas like Pokemon, if you... If you just got back in, you got that's twenty a, years of catching that's up. That's what to I'm do. saying right now. For for two hundred dollars, even 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 with the idea of us not liking the fear of missing out, right? For two hundred dollars, just go swoop one and keep it sealed, because yeah. and, and then in if you five want to years, rip, you might get have the, one. Yeah. yeah. In five years, you might have the five thousand or ten thousand dollar, you know, first edition base set Digimon set. You right. know what I mean? That's yeah, sought after. Like that. Just like. You wanted the base set uh, Pokemon oh, set. We saw it with. We but saw you, did, it. you weren't you weren't old enough back then to you know afford something that. We saw it with, with Dragon Ball too. Yeah, we saw it with Dragon Ball. Everyone slept on it in 2017, and then what do you know? Some sets popped off in 2018, and now those boxes are you know nine ten thousand um, dollars. And I actually like Dragon Ball, so I was it sucks that I can't get that stuff. I'm, I'm not going to pay that much for that type of stuff anymore. So it's, you already missed it. You know what I mean? So this is like one of those other opportunities. It's like, if you wanted to start fresh with your own TCG and collect everything from start to finish, right? You, you want to you want to is where you want to start. That's basically what I'm saying. I, I know it sounds like I'm saying, Hey, for $200, just go out there and buy one just so you can, you know, have one to sell one for more later. No, there's but, no catch up here. You're, you're at the beginning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no catch up. So I'm saying if you were to buy the first one and then get in on it two, three months later down the line, mm. you have the first set still. Yeah. And it was only for 200 bucks. And instead of 
two, three months, that first set yeah. maybe in the 800s or 700s. And you're like, wow, I can't even get any there's, cars from there. There's a benefit to being a first mover. And then sometimes it's not. Sometimes you get screwed. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take this risk because I just believe in Digimon. It's almost like... Yeah, most most Pokemon products you can't find for less than 200 right now. Right. I mean, you know, unless you're buying singles. You're buying Vivid Voltage for 160 bucks, or you're buying Digimon 1.5 for 160 bucks. I think a lot of the market would say, no, I'll buy 1.5. Yeah. It's just, I'm not paying 200 bucks for a box of modern Pokemon, but I'll pay 200 for a box of modern Digimon. I value it differently. It's really weird. Um, so you evaluate yourself and see where you land with that and, you know, make buying decisions based on that. I don't think it's bad to pay 150 for a hot box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, um, especially the first one out of the set, you know what I mean? Or yeah. 1.0 and 1.5, yeah, which is like 1.0 right, is up in the two hundos now, but which is right after it. Mm-hmm. Um, 1.5 is on the way. But um, yeah, my plan is I want to buy four boxes of each. So I bought four boxes of 1.0. I opened one. It's amazing. I love the hits I got. I think I pulled the same amount of value as the cost of the box. It's not going to happen every time. But I got my fun out of it. I got a nice little binder. I got a you know a secret rare. I got an alternate art. I'm pumped on it. 1.5. I got one box. I bought it at my local card store for 149. Um. And I need three more. If I can get three more boxes, I'll rip one with you guys, and we'll we'll have some fun with that. Um, so that's the goal. Keep three sealed, open one, grade the hits. That's my strategy for Digimon. So let's get into these cards here. Um, they're not in any specific order. Just I went on eBay. You can't even go. I went on to TCG, and I couldn't even find price guides. That's how new this is. So we, we should be getting some here soon from TCG Player. But... Um, Usually they have the whole set and every price and you can organize it by highest to lowest. They don't have that yet. So first up here, Black War Greymon alternate art. I think this is going to be the one long term that everyone's going to want. Um, it's 70 bucks, 70 ish dollars. These are all ish. They're not like staple prices. Uh, the Black War Greymon alternate art, 70 bucks. I think as popular as the vintage Black War Greymon is, I think you're going to see the same trend with modern. Um, he's just a dark horse character. That's that's why, you know what I mean? And he doesn't have a tamer. So he's like, he's just a dude on his own. You know what I mean? Very like Proto Man style. Mm. You guys remember Proto Man from Mega Man? He was just like a yeah. lone wolf that was just bad. Like, and yeah. then he could, but he was good too. Black War Greymon. That's, he's just the, a neutralizer. He yeah. just came in and neutralized any, yep. anything that was going on. No tamer, no boss. He just like learned how to evolve on his own and destroy people. So. Uh, Black War Greymon all it looks sick. These are all great cards, by the way. That I don't have anything against them. These are all great cards. This one was interesting though. The next one, Imperial Dramon Dragon Mode, the secret rare. 40 bucks. And I think it's so I still haven't figured this one out, guys. I mean, yeah, demand is the number one thing you have to look at, but I haven't figured this out. I don't know why people are undervaluing the secret rares. A secret rare is literally almost half the price of an alternate art. So the trend for Digimon, we're obviously seeing that alternate arts are the way to go in terms of value collecting. You want alternate arts. That's going to be the most popular, and I get it. But if you look at alternate arts in Pokemon, very rarely do they surpass the secret rares. Yeah. Um, you look at secret rares in, in Dragon Ball. Super Special rares and supers don't even touch. You know what I mean? And then even in Yu-Gi-Oh, very it has to be a very specific alternate rare, and then even then it has to be a specific rarity, to for it to surpass a secret or prismatic or you know collector's rare or something like that. So this is interesting that Digimon is doing that, and I wonder if it's solely based on the artwork, which is a good thing. That's a very good thing for collectors. If we're basing this off artwork, and not just because someone on YouTube says it's rare. That means the collectors are in control of what's valuable here. And I like that. That means, you know, rarity doesn't matter in, to an extent. It means, no, what's what's the coolest cards in here and which ones are hard to get? <laughs> like that, you don't see that a lot. So Yeah. It, but the, the Imperial Jamon, don't sleep on it. 40 bucks for a secret rare? I mean, look at Pokemon. Most secret rares average like 60 bucks out the box. So take that for what it is. Don't compare it to Pokemon. Just have an idea of how the game works um and and you can probably make good buying decisions um let's see next one i like this one a lot uh this one might be the the chase uh the omnimon alter s secret rare so this is the first time we've seen a secret rare move for over 80 bucks 
and that is uh it's 90 ish dollars for the omnimon alter s secret rare and i believe there's an alternate art of this as well there's some sort of there's another omnimon art he didn't pop up on ebay so i didn't even write him down but this is the one with the gold trim um yeah 90 bucks for a secret rare like that seems appropriate because the last omnimon was an alternate super rare and he was you know he's like 150 plus so for a secret rare to finally clip you know that 90 dollars price range it's just something to keep an eye out on i'm not sure if i would buy one raw yet i i think i need another week to kind of watch how things are going um let people open some more stuff and then make some buying decisions based on that um this one's a sleeper i think if anything this is the sleeper black war Greymon secret rare 30 bucks I think that's something's not right with that. And I think that if you're going to go buy some raw cards, I think you, you snipe these guys out. Black War Greymon's secret rare. It's first of all, he's, he's like the, he is like the mascot of Digimon right now. It's either him or War Greymon and then Omnimon. But Black War Greymon is like, you talk to like Digimon collectors. He is like the mascot. Um, it's just the way it is. He's, he's slowly becoming the grail Digimon. Um, so 30 bucks for a secret rare, I think that's a no-brainer. When you consider a box is 160 right now, what are the chances that you're going to pull this card? That's where you that's where you have to justify it to yourself. Um Shine Greymon. This is a rare and he's 30 bucks. Now I'm thinking this is this has more to do with meta, meta placed out because it's just a rare. Um So if you have this, you might want to get this in the hands of a competitive player, you know, let it go. There's no reason to hold on to a rare if you're a collector. Um, and let's see, unless you like Shine Greymon. I'm I'm not really aware of Shine Greymon, though. Like, I don't really know much about him. Uh, let's see here. A last one. Imperial Dramon Dragon Mode, the super rare. All There's like three or four Imperial Dramons Dragon Modes in this set, and they all look amazing. So do your research on which one you want. But this this one of the super rares goes for 20 bucks. And that's not bad at all. I think I think again that's when you consider the price of a box, 160 bucks. I think anything under 40 bucks is pretty safe to say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to take my chances." Like let's say you had to buy four packs, right? Do you think you're going to pull it in four packs? No. Okay, well then it's probably better off paying the $40, especially if you're into it for collecting. Um but that's it for Digimon 1.5. What am I going to do? I'm going to chill out for another week. See where the prices go. I'll, I'll be on um, eBay auctions looking, you know, see if I can't snipe one with five minutes left that's underpriced or something like that. Um, but I'm not aggressively chasing it. I'm, I'm being patient. Um, I got one box, which kind of got my fix in on having the product in hand. Um, but I'd like to collect three more boxes. And then I'll be moving on to, I think it's Battle of Omni, which is going to come out in June or something like that. Something like that. That's Sweet. it. Sweet. Yeah, that's it for the DigiDestined uh, segment. If you guys have any questions or I didn't explain anything, hit us up in the Discord and we can chat it up even more on Digimon. All right, let's get into the heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. All right, let's talk Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's talk modern. Let's talk about stuff that we can get in our hands for relatively cheap because it's modern and uh, usually Yu-Gi-Oh! modern stuff is cheap uh, but it doesn't mean that it's not worth it so the set that we're talking about today is Genesis Impact Genesis Impact is like one of the newer sets that came out um, it was released in December 18, 2020 so like I said, very very new um, this set reminds me a lot of Toon Chaos um, except for it has introduced new archetypes like uh Lil La, Lil La twins or something like that and um, Dryton I think is how you say them um, and a few other a few other cards that I can't think of right off the top of my head but it's a lot like Toon Chaos to where it has rares as like the common cards has like the bulk and stuff like that so you can get cards with like silver lettering and uh, it, it's only it's going to be a really small set that contains 60 cards 7 cards per pack and like I said, it's very reminiscent of Toon Chaos. So if you've ever opened up Toon Chaos, it's kind of a lot like that, um, but with a lot newer cards um, because this is kind of Yu-Gi-Oh's way of adding in new cards to the meta um, and also like new card types. So 
In this 60 card set, there's 15 collector's rares, collector rares, 10 ultra rares, 15 super rares, and 35 rares. Um, so, in Toon Chaos, I don't believe there was that many collector rares in the set. Um, so it made a lot of the collector rares more expensive, and they were more sought-after cards, like uh, Black Luster Soldier, Envoy at the beginning, um, the Stardust Dragon, mm -hmm. uh, Toon, Harpy, Toon Harpy Lady, or Toon Harpy Girl, um, and Toon Black Luster Soldier. There's a lot of like old cards that people really like that made these collector's rare, you know, really expensive. The collector's rares in this set, uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about price and, you know, the significance of there being 15 of them in this set. Uh, but anyways, you can get a booster box of Genesis Impact, which is 24 packs, for about 50 bucks. So like I said, it's relatively cheap. Um, so if you don't have a lot of money to spend, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a great way to go. You can get a case, which is 12 booster boxes. 12 booster boxes. That's a, that's a whole bunch of packs uh, for 600 bucks. So again, not bad. Um, and the hits from it are going to be any of the collector rare or any of the ultra rares. Now, since there is 15 collector rares in the set, it does make them a... I haven't pulled a collector rare yet out of the set. I got one. Yeah, you have one. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't pulled one yet, but it does make them a little more common or a little more... I'm not, I don't want to say common. They're not common, but there are... Uh, since there's 15, they're more made to be played than they are to be collected, even though they're labeled as a collector's rare. It's just a different type of, like, style card that Yu-Gi-Oh! does, um, like a Starlight or Prismatic. Um, but if you look at a lot of the cards, they're playable cards um, because they're either copies of the ultra rares in a collector rare style, and a lot of the ultra rares are playable, and that's why they have the price points that they do. So a collector rare in this set usually sells for about 30 to 70 bucks. Again... They're collector's rare, so you can obviously get them graded at PSA, CGC, BGS, whatever you want to do. Um, you can get them graded through them. But these cards do sell regularly for 30 to 70 bucks raw because they are more like meta because people need these cards to finish off their decks. Um, and then the ultra rare, or they're just trying to flex a super sick deck. Um, and then the ultra rares sell for about 12 to 30. I've opened up probably about six of these booster boxes. I've had a great time with them. Um, all the cards that I opened up are easily sellable so I have I would say this is a very good set to open up especially if you're just looking to rip open cards without having like a a guilt yeah if that makes sense you know because most of the cards on here are either meta new cards that people just want because they, they haven't seen them before they're trying to make a deck they're trying to make something new to play with um, or you pull a collector's rare you know that you sell for a good good amount so whether you pull three or four collector's rares which is basically guaranteed that you're going to get three to four in every uh, box or you pull one collector's rare and then you pull the other three ultra rares you're going to make your money back from the $50 price point so this is a really fun box to open up I like it a lot I think it's one of the uh, it's the last modern set that I'm going to share before we get back into some more vintage and semi-vintage and vintage Yu-Gi-Oh stuff um, but I hope you guys enjoyed that that's about it for Heart of the Cards for me it's collector's rare or nothing that's how I that's how I based my value on boxes. So my last, my first box of Genesis Impact, we got skunked. Second box of Genesis Impact, we hit a collector's rare. So, and for me, I'm grading all collector's rares. They're in the name. It's in the name, collector rare. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest hit in this one was that uh, unicorn. There's like a unicorn yeah, monster. Yeah, it's like a yellow or gold Dude, he's unicorn. like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. Raw. So, that's the one you want. But there's 15 collector's rare. So that's what makes it hard is that even if you even if you got a collect even if you had a guaranteed collector rare box like let's say you bought a booster box like oh yeah there's a hit in there now it's a one in fifteen chance that you get that monster so that's what kind of makes it tricky with Genesis Impact um, so yeah I think the best way to look at this is if you just want to rip some packs for low cost it's fun if you're just getting into Yu-Gi-Oh and it's like innocent fun that's another good way to go. Um, or if you have, if you have like, um, if you're into selling your bolt cards, it's one of the more playable sets right now. Uh, a lot of my Genesis Impact moves, you know, we're not talking expensive, but they they move. Oh um, yeah, they move. I've and then also another thing too, I want to share. I've been sharing. I've been I've been holding a lot of my ultras. So if I pull an ultra from a new set, I just put it in the binder and walk away. That could totally bite me in the butt. And I could never sell those cards probably, but I just like the way they look. 
and I would I want to see what happens. It's like an experiment for me. I want to take some modern cards and hold them for a really long time. So that's what I'm doing because ultras used to be a big deal. They're not so much anymore, but um, I have a feeling that if you just if we're patient, maybe there'll be a couple bangers in there. Um, and for me, I value them more. Like when you pull only four ultras from a box, and then you go online and it's like, oh, it's fifteen bucks. You're like, man. When back in the day, ultras, you know, they costed pretty penny. So, I want to see what happens. It's a small experiment for me. But Genesis Impact's pretty cool. It's, I've, I've had no issues with it. Um, I actually was going to buy a box yesterday. I didn't. Yeah, it's not it's not for anyone who's looking to make, like, a ton of money off of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because you're trying to go buy... This is not good, this is not good for your pokey business. Yeah, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, run, like, a, a staple, like, pay your bills type yeah. of, you know... Uh, this is not the set to do it. Yeah, business with your collecting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't we say we like that a lot too. Do it with Genesis Impact. It, it protects the hobbyist. Yeah, resellers cannot come in here and destroy it. It just can't. They just there's too much knowledge. You have to know way too much about Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's what we really like about it. So yeah, there's other there's other sets that are hotter and probably just a little bit more expensive that you can go after that have higher dollar cards that are going to sell for more, whether they're raw or graded. Um, that you can go buy instead of Genesis Impact. Like Denny said, this is just like a a, a guiltless pleasure. Like this is like yeah. a real innocent type of like opening. You don't have to worry about spending too much. It's fifty bucks, or if you're a big baller and you want to open up six hundred to guarantee yourself it's a, a collector's low, rare. It, exactly, it's a fun box to open if you just have got, got a little gambling itch. Yeah, definitely, you know I mean? definitely. All right, let's get into the Devoncore segment. Devoncore. know what time it is it's devon core the second favorite segment of the book tire podcast <laughs> i'm sure it's some people's favorite yeah i'm sure it's some people's favorite uh but this week we got sleepers and lookouts guys so i kind of changed my direction i wanted to go with a different type of uh sleeper cards this week but me and denny went over our psa submissions last night and i was hearing some really interesting things from denny when he was going over prices and i was like huh let me change up the sleepers and lookouts because I don't want you guys to miss out on these things. So, this week we're talking strictly about Megas. Mega Pokemon. All Megas. So, the big thing I want you guys to focus on here is not... Most of the raw prices are good. And you're going to find some of these in decent condition because they're relatively new. I think the oldest ones you're going to find are like from 2014. Um, so, like seven years old. Not too bad. But again, seven years is, is good in terms of collecting. That means you have some value. You have some uh, time that's ensuring that value too. So the Mega Kangaskhan, Mega Kangaskhan EX from Flashfire, 109 out of 106. It goes raw for about 10 to 15 bucks. A PSA 9 is up for sale right now for 125. So like I said, this card is from 2014, already graded in a PSA 9. You can't even get an express grade on this card if you were to buy it for 10 to 15 for that price. An express grade is 150 and you're not even to get this card back for like a year if you go for value, which is fine if you want to go that route. If you can go snipe a PSA 9 or 10 worthy card um, at a 10 or $15 price, that's great. And then you go and grade it for 20 bucks, and then you turn around and you sell it for even mm -hmm. more later on. Turn that's, a $35 bill into, you know, that's great. 100 plus. But if you want the hassle-free work, you can go buy one for 125 right now. Yeah. And that is seriously underpriced in my, in my mind. That's a secret rare, right? 109 out of 106, a secret rare, Mega. The only other Mega in that set was Mega Charizard. Mm. So you already know everyone is is only focused on the Mega Charizard and not Mega Genghiscon. That's the other secret rare in the set, you know? Yeah. So again, tons of value. 125, I think it's seriously underpriced. Go check it out. Megas, man, they'll they'll surprise you. The next Mega up here, I like this one a lot. Um, Mega Heracross EX 112 at a 111 from Furious Fist. I think Mega Heracross, one, is a sick card. Oh, yeah. Two, sick Pokemon. And three, it's it's a secret rare. Mega again. It's got, like, the gold on it. Super cool. Got the Japanese writing. You can find it raw for about 10 to 20 bucks. And I think a, there's a PSA 9 or, or a 10 uh, for sale right now for, like, 400 and something dollars. $429, I think. I think it's, like, $429. And then... Um, 
I had a. Let me double check because I did not write it down in the notes up there. It's right here. Uh, yeah, that Mega Heracross is super sick. Then the other card that's in there is the Mega Lucario EX 113 out of 111 from Furious Fist. You find it raw for about 15 to $30. Um, but a PSA 10 sold for $455. Lucario, yes. I know a lot of people don't think of Lucario, and we don't see a lot of Lucario cards out there today. He used used to be like a really big fan favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Like when he came out, everyone loved Lucario. Like Lucario was the guy to have on your Pokemon squad. If he was in a movie, it was like a big hit movie. Lucario yeah, he's like was a in pseudo legendary. Yeah, he was a pseudo legendary that everyone just loved. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that a ten sold for four fifty five. I don't see any other listings for the for a PSA Mega Lucario, but. I did see, if you do like Mega Lucario, go check out the Full Art 55A out of 111. That, I think, you will appreciate a lot more than the Secret Rare 113 out of 111, unless you're a Lucario fan. And if you're a Lucario fan, 113 out of 111 is going to be impressive because you're like, hey, it's Secret Rare, but the 55A out of 111, I think, is a whole lot better looking of a card. So if you're a collector, I would say, look at both of them. Look at both of them and see which one you like more. Because if you don't like 113, you're like, hey, I don't like 113, then you're not going to like it in your collection if you have to keep it for two, three years for it to increase value. But if you like 55A, the alternate art, then it's not going to be so much of a, a burden to keep in your uh, collection. Yeah, but the Mega Heracross has a PSA 10 for 429 And then there's a PSA 9. A PSA 9 up right now for $95 or best offer. That is underpriced. A secret rare... Mega Heracross EX oh, 155A is way cooler. 55A is sick, right? Yeah. It's his whole body. That's way cooler. And it's like it's what I like about all these mega cards is the that they are is out of control. Yeah, it's sick. You get the gold like yeah. with the gold outlines on yeah. their bodies. Yeah, it's dope. Um so like I said, make sure you look at both of them Dude, because wait, hold on. Real quick. Guys, look at this. You can get the Furious Fist Lucario Mega Lucario lot of 4. 54, 55, 55A and 107. For forty bucks, they also have a, uh, I think a Mega Hero. That's nuts. They have a Mega Kangaskhan and a and a Mega Manetrike, uh, which is also oh, on this list. Oh, they're nice too. These are for nice. 40, for thirty five bucks, are best offer together, and both of them are are immaculate. I was so close to making an offer. This is a sweet card. Thirty five bucks are best offer for the Mega Kangaskhan. Fifty five A is a banger. You have you guys should be getting that one. Yeah, it's sick. And like I said, unless you're a serious Lucario fan, you'll probably go for the Secret over the fifty five A, and you'll probably get fifty five A too. But if you're looking for a card to pick up that's cheap, 55A, go get it. It's sick. It's Mega Lucario. I'm going to probably grab one myself. The reason why I like these Mega cards so much is that they're black. I like the black cards with the texture. Mm -hmm. I just think that looks sick. Um, I, had a, I have an Espeon that's like that too. It's not a Mega, clean. but I have an Espeon that's... That. Yeah, that's clean. Those are nice. All right, next card up is Mega Manectrike. Way cooler than VMAX. 120 out of 119 from phantom forces it goes raw for about 10 to 30 bucks this one has a the psa is not that great on it not a lot of people like minute trike that's fine but like i said i think a lot of people are sleeping on it because the full art is sick the full art is very reminiscent of the lucario full art um it's full art 24a out of 119 it's got the black card with the texture it's got mega minute trike kind of like charging through the side of the card it's sick go check it out I think these Megas are seriously slept on. Mega Gengar EX. This is one that's not really slept on, but you still pick some up for some pretty good prices. Uh, Mega Gengar EX, 121 out of 119 from Phantom Forces. Raw is about 30 to $70. But the one that you really want to check out, this is the one that I like because I'm a big Shiny fan. XY 166 promo. That's the Mega Gengar Shiny. He's white, looks super sick. Get yep. both of them. If you can, get both of them because a PSA 10 of the regular Mega Gengar EX 121 out of 119 is going for a thousand dollars thousand bucks Gengar isn't cheap guys he's super that everyone asks me hey do you have any Gengar cards I'm like no he's too expensive yeah way too expensive super sick Pokemon really expensive though the next card up is Mega Agron EX 154 out of 160 from Primal Clash this card goes raw for about 10 to 30 now Again, like I said, this card isn't anything special. It's not a secret rare. It's not um, It's not a fan favorite. But Agron is, one, super cool. Two, it's a mega. Three, it's on that black textured card. 
and four it's an older card from primal clash and a lot of people just like just like um what is it steam siege steam siege and mega steelix yeah mega steelix is a cool card because he's gold looks very cool he was um the chase of the set right but underappreciated set underappreciated pokemon right they just had to appreciate something in the set what is what is the best card in set steelix right and he tops like 70 bucks right now or something like that right yeah 70 80 bucks he's not that cool right now but he's gonna be cool when everyone's like hey what was the chase in steam siege you know what yeah. i mean or hey what were the megas in in primal clash mm-hmm. or you have people or when they come out with remakes and people are like oh man mega aggron sick they're gonna come hey do they have a mega aggron card yeah they're gonna come looking and Mega Aggron wasn't made that much. So it's a sick card, too. It's a sick card. I yeah. mean, he's like a he's sick. He's just a pissed off Triceratops. Yeah, looks cool. So go check it out, guys. Super sick. The next one up here, I think this is the last one, is Mega Gardevoir EX 156 out of 160 from Primal Clash. Uh raw about 10 to 30 bucks. This one, um, super cool card. If you like Gardevoir, I know there's a lot of Gardevoir fans out there, a lot of like fairy Pokemon fans. Um, doesn't sell that often. Again, this is one that you just have to hold in your collection for quite a while, just like the Aggron. But there is a card that I would say go check out because I think it's very unique and very cool because it has the shiny version in it as well. Um, is RC31 at a RC31 at a 32, which is from Radiant Collection. It's Mega Gardevoir EX. It has um, the normal one and then the shiny one in the same card it's like a black card textured super sick should check that one out um but that about does it for the sleepers and lookouts all megas guys all of them are bangers go check them out there's some lots that are underpriced that have double megas in them i think these are more valuable than v maxes definitely they're they are i was telling denny i was like the megas are basically like v max that's that was the new yeah that's the new battle style yeah it was i remember yeah at first it was you know mega was like the first new play style yeah and then do the v max um and pretty soon i'm sure there'll be another style and i think i think megas are superior to v max i do oh yeah you know what i mean if you look the only the only really cool v maxes are like toxtricity um charizard they make a lot more v maxes than they do megas too like blastoise venusaur like those ones are cool v max like transformations but all the other ones are like yeah garbage they turn into like buildings and like yeah i don't know Megas were a little industrial stuff, and megas Meg, are like megas were a little more prestigious. I think like they almost go like their primal form. You know what I mean? They yeah. go to like a like a weird like primitive Pokemon. Like they're like savageistic, ultra power. Yeah, yeah. Which which made them look even cooler. But again, that's it, guys, for the Devon Core. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Check out the cards; they're all bangers. All right, guys. Last segment of the day: top five. Here we go. All right. Top five Top today. Five, 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 five. Short episode. It's a short episode. It's my son's birthday, so we've been moving through kind of quickly. Uh, but blazing. We're, we're bringing, blazing we're bringing the, the value. We're bringing the value. And today's top five, we're taking it all the way back. So we've we talked about how you know everyone knows the game now. You know, remember you used to buy a card raw, grade it for ten bucks, sell it, boom, done, build your collection, easy, easy game. Then it kind of evolved. It was like you know what. People are just underpricing these slabs. Go buy the slabs. Then it was like, you know what? People are underpricing CGC. Let's let's go take CGC, crack it, resubmit it. We've we've given you guys all the hacks, but it's time to get back to just the tried and true hard work. Hard, hard work. This this is gonna take your collector hobby to the next level. You guys gotta level up to make this work. So this week's top five is all about vintage raw cards. Well, except for the last one. Raw cards. These are things that I just I researched real quick. Um, and kind of it, it came back to my attention because uh, for those of you that are in the Discord, you saw um, Soggy had uh, a friend who was selling cards. And we don't sell cards on the Discord, but he asked me privately. It was it, basically we did a good thing. Our community did a good thing because the, the sales that his friend made allowed her to grade her shadowless charizard so we did a good thing the funds of of this person parting out their collection allowed them to grade their rarest card um so i was all for it we we don't do that often so don't don't even try to ask me all right but 
I bought 10 cards off of them. 10 cards off of them for seven bucks a pop. Let me show you what we got. We got Kabutops Hollow from Fossil. We got Hitmonlee Hollow from Fossil. We got Muck Fossil from uh, Hollow. We got Hypno Hollow from Fossil. Kangaskhan Hollow from Jungle. Vileplume Hollow from Jungle. Mr. Mime Hollow from Jungle. Pikachu Kids WB promo. Banger. Probably my favorite of the entire batch that I bought. Uh, Shadowless Charmander and Shadowless Squirtle. $70 out the door. $7 a card. When you're paying $7 a card and you grade it for 20 bucks, you're pretty much going to win on any vintage card. And to this day, that is still the strategy. That is still the number one tried and true way. It's the hardest way because you got to trust someone shipping your card. You got to trust someone taking the right pictures and showing you the right blemishes on the card. But it is still the number one most cost efficient way to build your collection. Those Pikachus. These Pikachus, the kids WBs, they sell for 25 to 30 bucks on their own. I got it for $7. That's the Gengar Greasy discount. But anyways, most of these cards, as I'm looking at them, they're going to grade somewhere That's around... That's Tower Discord. They're going to grade, they're gonna grade somewhere, somewhere around... That was my key. You know, PSA 6 to PSA 8. That's where they're going to land. They're not PSA 9, PSA 10 quality. And I know we like to hunt mint cards because it's just that's what we like as collectors. We like the best condition possible for the, for the best value. But these guys, these newbies in the game, they can't, they can't spot a PSA 6 if, if I told them. They couldn't spot a PSA 7 if I told them or an 8. All they know is mint. We're better than that. We know that valuable cards, even with lower grades, still are more valuable than modern hype that are in PSA 10. So what does this mean? This means this week I want you to go look at some of your favorite vintage cards raw. I'm going to give you some of my favorites, and I'm going to give you the price breakdowns. Um, but you can do this for any card. As some cards are harder than others, some you may not find because there's too many people and it's too saturated. That's why you got to find the sleepers. Um, number five here, Venusaur base set raw. You can find them. I'm to, when I'm talking about this, guys, we're talking PSA 6, 7, 8 condition. That's what we're talking. We're not talking mint. If you happen to find one mint for this price, it's amazing. You, you get it. But um, Venusaur, base set raw. I don't have one yet. I need one. You can find them for $50 to $100. PSA 7 sells for $300. PSA 6 sells for $122. You're going to win either way because, first of all, you can grade this card under the new bulk uh, standards, which is a max value of $4.99. So you can literally buy this card for 50 bucks, grade it for $20. you are at $70 in. If you pull a $6, you are getting $120 back. What, what, what would I do? I would do the math. Okay, I'm $70 in. I'll sell it for $140 if I have to. And a year from now, I think you'll get that $140. You see where I'm going with this? You pull a PSA 7 off of a card that you bought for 50 bucks and then grade it for 20 at 70 bucks. You're talking about $70 in turning it into 300 bucks. That is still game. And these are prices from this week. This is not last year. Now, last year we were telling you, you know, you could buy this Venusaur for 20 bucks, grade it, turn it into 300. You can't do that anymore because people figured it out. They figured out the game, but still $50 is still cheap. For a PSA 6, 7, or 8 quality card. So that's where we're going with this. That should be your expectation. Start looking for the PSA 6, 7s, and 8s. No one's looking at them. Everyone's looking at 9s and 10s and they're overpricing them. This is a great time to accumulate. Get a bunch of this stuff. Get a bunch. Not just one or two. Get like Try to get three of your favorite card or something like that. Stack, stack, stack. It will pay off long term. These are not short term. We're talking a year plus. A year to 18 months. You're going to want to do this stuff. Because they're not printing this crap anyways. There will be plenty more battle styles. Trust me. They will not be any more base set. So that's where we're going with this. Number four. This is one of my favorites. Dragonite Fossil. Unlimited. You can get him for 40 to $80. Obviously $40 you might have a little more damage. $80 you're looking a little more minty. PSA 7 sells for $150. PSA 8 sells in the 200 ish range. 
What's going to happen to this price in a year or 18 months from now when you get one raw and you grade it? You're talking about $40 plus a $20 grade, 60 bucks. You could turn it into 150. That's almost 3x. Almost 3x for a PSA 7. That's not We're not talking, you know, like you got to pull off a miracle. You got to pull off a PSA 7, which I think a lot of you if you practice your your skills and I've seen some of your cards on the Discord, you guys know what you're looking at. So understand what near mint is, understand what a PSA 7 is. Go look it up on the website. Go to PSA's website. Check it out and say, oh, this is what a PSA 7 is? Okay. Look at their standards. Look at their grading standards. Understand what the centering needs to be. Understand that there can't be a crease in it. You know, a few nicks here and there, some scratches on the surface, boom. You're getting that 7. Maybe 7.5, maybe 8. That's what you want to do every time. That's the skill. Number three. Still got to get this one. I haven't got it yet. Um, Dark Blastoise from Rocket. $50 to $70 raw. And uh, these aren't too bad a condition from what I was seeing. 50 to 70 bucks raw. 70 bucks being the high end. PSA 7, 170. PSA 8, 200 ish. That's your target. You're trying to pull PSA 7s. Go ahead and get three Blastoise of PSA 7 or 8. And you will 3x, 4x, 5x your money. Especially in a year from 18 months from now. Um, All right, number two. Snorlax. This one's hard to grade. This I, I, I put it up here, though, because the value gets insane. And I think the price that this guy's going raw is just out of control. Snorlax from Jungle, the hollow, 20 to $40. Why is he hard to grade? Because he has that yellowish silver backdrop in the hollow, which shows every freaking blemish. Very hard to grade. Not a lot of 10s out there, which is why he's one of the better cards in the set overall. Um... But he's also, Snorlax is extremely popular. That's why he, he's up here. But for 20 to 40 bucks raw, guys, that's ridiculous. When you when you see that Ur, Yurshifu from Battle Styles is selling for 60 bucks out the box right now, and you got a Snorlax Jungle Hollow that you can get for 20 bucks, you get the Snorlax. You get three Snorlaxes for the price of one modern card. And it's hard. It's hard work. You're going to be looking for a couple hours, maybe maybe a few days, to find the right ones and send offers and get the offers accepted. All this is hard work. This is not easy stuff. But we're at that level now where we have to we have to do the hard work because everyone's taking the easy way. That's how you're going to get ahead. Do the hard work of eyeballing these things, asking the extra pictures, you know, sending an offer, waiting a day and a half for the guy to get back to you. Sending messages back and forth negotiating. That's nobody wants to do that cuz it's freaking hard. Do it. It's going to pay off. PSA 7 for the Snorlax, 120. PSA 8, 160. Again, in a year, a year and a half from now, I bet you a PSA 7 will probably be about 170. Maybe 200. PSA 8 probably 225-250. We'll have to we'll have to clip that and see what happens in a year from now. Um I like these guys and you can do it for any card. These are just some of my favorites. If I had to, if I had to choose, these would be some of mine, you know, that I'd really want to get. Um which other one would I want to get? I wouldn't want to do a Charizard wouldn't want to do a dark charizard i think they're priced a little high i think these are cards that people aren't looking at um jungle has a ton like that you know uh flareon is another great pick vaporeon's a little popular and kind of saturated wouldn't go for that um there's pincers out there there's scythers that's a really popular one uh rocket i would probably go for dragonites as well dragonites blastoise um I think there's a couple base cards too, like a Dark Charmander and Dark Squirtle I'd probably sh- I'd shoot for. You could probably get those for 10 to 15 bucks. Turn them into $80, $90 bills after grading. So that's what I would do. Number one here. This one's different. I tried to pull the same hack here, but it's kind of hard because this guy's so freaking popular. He's so expensive. He's so popular. There's a giant spotlight on him. Sabrina's Gengar, number 14 from Gym Heroes. It's the one where he's in the graveyard. Um, I have one myself that'll probably grade a five or six. Uh, I bought it for like eight bucks back in the day. Um, Forty-five to ninety dollars raw. Obviously, ninety bucks is probably going to be somewhere around pack fresh. Uh, Forty to ninety raw. Here's the thing, though. PSA sevens don't sell for that much. After you, if you paid ninety bucks and then you had to grade it, you would literally be about one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty dollars in, and that's what like a seven was going for. So. I don't know what the disconnect is there. You have to do your research. Maybe you'll find some better prices. But I did see 
This is this is the one where you want it. So you could you could still buy it raw. If you can find a minty Gengar for 45 bucks, grade it for 20, you're still in. You're still you're going to be in the green. But the the one that I saw that was really interesting is I saw a CGC 8 Gengar. This is this is last week's strategy, right? You buy the Gengar and the CGC 8, you crack it, you resubmit it because a PSA 9 goes for 400 plus. Now they kind of figured it out though because I saw that CGC 8.5s were going for 300. So there's not much value to be increased there. Um, but if you turn it into that year-long mentality, I think you can you can still do really well. And I think, you know, for 45 to 90 bucks, I think you can take a shot at, you know, one or two of these and and be able to pull out a PSA 7 or 8 for the personal. That might be the way to go. Um, or you just go buy the you know, I saw a PSA 7 sell for like 130. You just you just get one for 130 and walk away. And hold it long term. That's always the easiest way to do it. Is just buy, pay the premium up front and sit and wait. You just can't. That's all you do. Um, but I. But you know, buying these cards from Soggy reminded me. You know, seven dollars a card. You know, none of these cards I shared with you were seven bucks. But there are outliers. You'll see some guy selling a Dragonite Hollow for like twenty bucks one day, and it'll go so freaking fast. But um, and they're few and far between. But you do the work and you start sniping these cards raw. Um, you know, PSA is not going anywhere. And you start sending these bad boys off. Send off your vintage raw cards for the for the you know the bulk uh, fee and for 20 bucks, a max value of 499. You can pretty much do it with almost any base card now. That's a big deal. That's a big deal because that's the only reason I didn't send off my my base set stuff, was because I wasn't gonna pay standard or express for something that might stick with me for a long time i needed to get that premium price discount now you can send a 500 hundred dollar card for 20 bucks it's a game game guys um and that is it for the top five you got anything uh yeah so talking about the top five and all these raw cards going through all these like when me and danny were talking about prior to the show like it just made me think like i could go get Dark Blastoise has always been on my radar. That's when I want to get because Blastoise is one of my favorites. Um, and then I can also go get other 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 Pokemon that are my favorites, like Dark Typhlosion. Um, sick. Yep. Dark Dragonite is another sick and, one. But the expectation is that you're going to get a, you know, six, seven, eight. Yeah, grade. which is fine but because you know that's what you got to go in with. If you go in trying to get minty cards, you're going to be depressed. You're going to want to file a case against the seller. Right. Right. And I think I think most of the time that. We we do forget, yeah. we do forget to look for like uh, the seven, the six, the I know eight I quality. We always look for the nine mm -hmm. or ten. Even even like when we're looking for personal collection, like I don't mind having a seven or a six right in my in my collection as long as I have the card and I can look at it. I don't care really how damaged it is. I mean, I don't want a one or a two or a three right right because right. that's like six is like my cut the off. Cards like losing its characteristics yeah. after that. You know what I mean? But um, you know, like a seven or six, like I'm totally cool with having that in in my collection. So if I had a seven and six of like um, all of my favorite cards, I'd be totally fine. Totally fine. And seeing as that you could buy someone for 30, 40 bucks, I wonder what some of my favorite ones would go for. Oh, yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. You could do it for Neo, too. Neo, Neo's a little pricier. But again, you go in with the expectation that you're going to get a PSA 6 or 7. You're going to win every time. You just, just go look up the standards on PSA website so that you're fresh. Like, look at it. Before you go hunting, go to PSA, look at the grades for a 6 and a 7. What is, what the... uh you know requirements are have that fresh in your head and start sniping start sniping because these are these are long-term hold it basically it works in your favor because psa extending wait times and prices literally makes you hold these things and that's the best thing to do right now yeah, i think the best guys, thing to do like we talked about in the discord accumulate buy everything underpriced from year 26 of pokemon to year 29 and by the 30th anniversary, you have the biggest collection that you'll be able to monetize if you need to. Maybe you want to pay off your mortgage. Maybe you, <laughs> maybe you have some debt. Maybe you just want to go on vacation. You'll be able to get rid of the extra change that you've accumulated over time. And it'll, it'll have increased in value by so much, you're going to be like, this is insane. It's the patient game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's being true to collecting. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, just practice your collecting nature. If you are a collector by heart, this stuff is You'll be hard. here next year. Yeah, you'll the be here the year after. after. Yeah, and uh, you'll understand the the movement and motion of of the Poke Tower. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's times that we're very very aggressive. Go Quick, out, get yeah. it, buy it, 
it is what it is right Quick now. Moves, yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's, there's times, times where you have back. to, you have to, you know, embrace your collector character, your collector, you know, sit nature back and chill. You know what I mean? Sit back and chill and say, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. right now I'm going to get scalped. I'm going to get my head cut off. And then it's not worth when it. I get my head cut off, I lose my whole collection. You know what yeah. I mean? Because now I've paid, you know, triple X, the price of things that I was fearing of missing out on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I've lost all this money. I have to, I have to give up some of my personal collection in order to make money back because I've, it fell so far into the so hole bug, yeah. and I bought into this game so much, yeah. you know, of, of missing out on all this new product. And it's like, dude, you're a collector. Like, just collect what you like and keep the ones that you have in your collection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't ever go wrong with that, ever. Yep. You know what I mean? You can definitely go wrong. You definitely go wrong if you're, if you're trying to stay with the game. You're trying to stay with, mm-hmm. the, with, the, with the times. You're trying to stay with the hype. Well, collecting isn't staying with the times. Collecting is all about the old stuff. It's all mm-hmm. about vintage it's all about the times it's about the story it's about the nostalgia it's about the history it's about mm-hmm. all those things that make something collectible that make something like you know valuable personal pers- personable yeah i don't know if that's a word personable, but personable? Yeah. yeah like it makes it like something to you it makes it quality it makes it like a piece of someone that's what makes something collective collectible is when it has like a story when it has a story it's become a part of somebody and now somebody has to give that part away to somebody else yeah this was a car that I've had. Basics. I, this is a car that I've had for five years in, in my closet that I haven't given up because I never want to give it up, but now I have to because I have to pay bills. Yeah. That's the story, and that's why he's like, I'm asking 800 for this because that's what it is for me. That's yeah. what I value it at. And we're trying to say, hey, you're a collector. You value your stuff, so don't go out there and scalp yourself or buy into all the scalping yeah. you know, thing that's going on and getting conditioned for scalping. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. The regular box coming out is 160, so it's cool. I could pay 160 for this. You know what I mean? That's normal asking price. Don't fall into that, because then you're gonna end up going way into the hole. Yeah, you're paying double, triple the price of you know products that you can buy retail, but you just can't because of the fixed scarcity. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Back to your collecting habits. Back to your collecting nature. You know what I mean? Nothing fancy. Love, love, love what you do, and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's it. Plain and simple. Um. But yeah, I love I love the top five. I think top five is great. I think there's tons and tons of value. I know it sounds like we're taking a back seat. It sounds like you know maybe we're lowering our standards because we're getting sevens and sixes in PSA, but that's not it at all. Nope, just a just the game because the the attention yeah. is not there. It's just a different angle and being a collector, you're going oh okay. Everyone wants this right now, and that's what everyone has. Okay, so everyone has that. It's a very hot commodity. What does everybody not have? Because as yep. a collector, that's what you want. You want what people don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When people used to collect treasure, why did they collect the treasure? For the gold. Well, why was it for the gold? Because a lot of people didn't have gold except if, if you were royalty. And if you had gold, you were it. Think about this. We just had the highest sale of the week, an entire set graded. Yes, it was PSA 10. But imagine if some of you in the next five years can grade an entire set. Or maybe just all the hollows from a set. Yeah, You're talking it, big bucks. It didn't take that guy a month to do that. It didn't take him two months or three months or four. Years. It took him years to get that PSA 10 Shadowless set complete. Mm-hmm. Years. and that, that those Imagine years. having a, a complete hollow set of Fossil graded. Yeah. They don't have to be all 10s. Maybe you have a complete set 7, 8, 9, and 10. Yeah, let's say he started in 1999, and it's 2021 now. So how many years is that? That's 22 years? Something like that. I'm not doing math right yeah. now. Something like that. 20-something years. This guy has had all these cars in his collection. That is a long time. 20 years is a long time to have 100-and-something-plus cards in your collection in slabs that you haven't even decided that you want to move. Then later on, move for six digits 20 years later. That's being a collector. Because mm-hmm. he set out a goal, said, you know what? What does somebody not have that will be valuable that I like? You know what I mean? What, what's something that I'm willing to collect? That I'm willing to keep for years and years and years and put money into mm-hmm. a complete base set. And maybe what piqued his interest is because he's never seen anyone else with a full PSA 10 base set. He was like, hey, you know what? I want to be the one that does it. Maybe it's an accomplishment for him. Maybe that was the peak of his collecting career. Who knows? But it didn't take a year. It didn't take two years. It takes time. Collecting takes time. I, I got down on myself a, you know, a few months ago. And I was like, man, I feel like I'm accumulating all this stuff, but I feel like I'm not moving anything. But that's because I was getting, I was getting ahead of myself. I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not getting any money. I'm not getting any money coming in. You know what I mean? That's because I was trying to squeeze my collecting hobby 
for for money. I was trying to squeeze all the money I could out of it, mm-hmm. so that way I could you know make make ends meet at the end of the month. But if you if you're doing that, of course this thing's going to be stressful, and you're going to be making bad decisions, and you're going to be looking left and right, and you're going to be buying into the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. So slow it down, take it smooth, steady. You know what I mean? Find a goal, find a pace, find a rhythm, find that that niche of whatever you collect, whatever you like to do. Yep. And then stick with it. That's all you got to do. That's that's where I've that's where I've hit my point where, like I said, I got real low on my collecting hobby. I said, you know what? This sucks. I'm not really making anything. Blah blah. blah. I've ringed out about every single card I can. The ones that I have, I don't really want to get rid of. But then I started. I was like, you know what? I just got to list them. I got to do it. You know what I mean? But you can't do that. Being a collector, you got to understand that you collected these things for a reason. They're in your collection for a reason. They bring some type of, you know, sentimental value to you, some type of emotional connection. So collect, guys. Collect, collect, collect. Have fun. Don't let money get yes. in the hindsight or foresight or whatever it is. Just keep moving. Keep collecting. Whether the card is PSA 7, 6, it's $70, it's $60, it's $100. Buy what you like, collect what you like. It's always been the number one rule, always. Like we got to get that out there, because I I know myself. Like you guys are like, oh, you're no gimmicks, like you're you're a collector. Like yeah, but even I fell into it for a little bit too. About a month, month and a half, and I was like, man, I'm wringing myself dry. I need to move some shit. Yeah, you know. So that's just my little two cents, my little PSA for everyone out there. I know we can really get into our our uh, our eBay searches and all of our eBay listings and you know what's hot and what's not and try to figure out all the chases and all the values and this and that but slow it down yep. it's time it's time to slow it down and get back to the roots easy stuff do the hard work that is it for episode uh, what is, oh crap 27 27 of the Pokey Tower podcast guys we'll see you in the discord if you haven't yet please join it uh, send us an email to pokeytowerpodcast at gmail.com check us out on YouTube Gengar Greasy. That's all you got to search. You'll find it. Uh, check us out on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you consume content. Hit us up. Join the community. And we will see you guys on Thursday. I think we're doing another PSA submission on Thursday. Yeah. And then we'll be planning a box break the week after. So lots of stuff on the way. We'll see you guys on Thursday. If not, next Wednesday. That's it. That is it, guys. Peace. Peace.